cryptids haunt industry. You are listening to the Foggy Jack Live Podcast, the only LGBTQ haunt industry podcast on the market, where the haunters meet the haunted. Go down to the pumpkin patch. <laughs> Foggy Jack Live is part of the Angry Bookworm Radio Network. Visit theangrybookworm.com for more shows like this one. Alrighty, hello everybody. Um it's a random episode time. Uh, so, I uh, went to, tonight, I went to two haunted houses. One sec, sorry. I am thirsty. Going through two haunts is crazy. So, I went to two haunted houses tonight. I went to uh, Nightmare on 13th in downtown Salt Lake City, Utah. And I was I had my mind blown <laughs> that haunt absolutely knocked my socks off. Um, there is a new part in Nightmare on 13th that uh, that absolutely blew me away. It's a... I can say it because it's on their website. It's a dark, they, they did a dark ride theme to the haunt. Um, in an area, of course, not the whole haunt. Um... But now I'm thinking about doing a whole dark ride haunt if I ever get the chance to to actually do a haunt myself. It was amazing. My, it was so, so cool. Um, I, so it felt like you were going through an abandoned dark ride. Um, complete with, uh, complete with, you know, the track on the ground, the carnies, the animatronics that you would see in a dark ride and like, um, one of your like, you know, hometown smaller kind of dark rides or haunted house dark rides. The detail was amazing. And I was, I was blown away. Um, also they did a few, they added a few new things here and there, um, and it was awesome. It really was. Uh, I'm always very, very, very impressed with Nightmare on 13th, and I was so excited to go through it. And then, right after that, I, uh, I bought a ticket to go to Dead City Haunted House. Dead City Haunted House is in Murray, Utah, on Vine Street. Um, the only reason I say that is because I'm currently driving away from it. Dead City Haunted House. You, shout out to Dead City Haunted House, first off, and Nightmare on 13th. But Dead City, you have so many animatronics. Uh, it was crazy. Almost almost to a point of too many animatronics. I, it was around every corner. You had an animatronic. And it's awesome. Um, I 
definitely liked the length of your haunt. I felt that your haunt was a extreme length, honestly. Um, but, <laughs> Dead City Haunted House. Do not take this the wrong way in any way. I am not a haunt professional. I am not a haunt, you know, creator. I'm just your average Joe that walks through a haunted house and tells you how amazing it is. The only... Okay, I have two criticisms of your haunt, okay? First criticism of Dead City Haunted House is nothing's big. I felt that when you had lighting, you had too much lighting. And when you didn't have lighting, you didn't have enough lighting. If that makes sense, there were almost too many lights. And there were so many lights, in fact, I couldn't tell what I was looking at because there were so many lights. Which is not a bad thing. I understand what you're going for, and it was awesome, and I liked it, um, and it was awesome. The second thing, and I think this was something completely 100% out of your control, was I felt like you had five actors. I felt like there were five actors in the whole haunt. You designed it perfectly, amazingly designed um, for the situation that we're in, because you had one actor have five or six or seven points to scare. Um, I did have an actor scare me three different times in three different points in three different rooms. So, I mean, you're not just throwing an actor somewhere. You're strategically placing them, and it's awesome. Um, and I think that you would have had more actors if COVID wasn't a thing right now. Um, so don't take that as a criticism in any way, shape, or form. You did an awesome job. I really enjoyed your haunted house. I don't know where the median is in this road. There we are. Um, yeah, I definitely could tell. Also, your clown, your clowns, um, your clown room in your haunt, Dead City, is amazing. Beyond, above and beyond. I loved it. I always, <laughs> I love clown haunts. I love um, clowns in a haunted house. Now, people will fight me on that and say, I'm going to say it right now. A few days ago, I had, had a question because I am a scare actor. As many of you know, I'm a scare actor. Um, shout out to Shadows of Fear Haunted House. I'm a scare actor and I had a question because I am a clown in a haunted house. I am a clown and I am a magician. I'm a magician clown in the haunt. I do magic. I am a magician. Just, you know, we'll throw that out there. I'm a magician, and I do magic, and I combine scare acting and clowns and magic into one character, Foggy Jack, um, which was not my original origin story of Foggy Jack, but there you go. There's the origin story of Foggy Jack. And I, you know, a, f a week ago asked a question on Facebook in a magician group if anybody had a idea or suggestion for a clown to do a small five, six, seven second magic trick in a haunted house. I got a few responses, some really good, some not so good, and some very interesting. I say that because if I remembered his name, I would say his name right now, but I don't remember his name. There was a man who um, messaged me on, or commented on that post 
and said, my suggestion is not doing a clown in a haunted house. Then he went on to comment on his own comment. It is people like you that are profiting, profiting off fear and the negative stereotypes of our friends in the related arts. You are hurting the art of clowning. First off, I did not know that there was a uh, art of clowning. I knew there were art co or clown colleges, but I didn't know there was an art to clowning. Second, I am a comedy act in a haunted house. Okay? I do not scare the people in the haunted house. I am the comedic relief in the haunted house. So, me being a funny clown is not negatively affecting our friends, air quotes, in the related arts. And it is not because of people like me, who is a comedic clown in a haunted house, making it so clowns, professional clowns, are losing contracts. Okay? I'm gonna post I'm gonna post this comment on my on Instagram just to let everybody know because I laughed really hard. So now I am pleased to announce we have a new t-shirt. We have a new Foggy Jack t-shirt. It says Foggy Jack, it has a clown on it, and it says perfecting the art of ruining clowning. If you guys want that t-shirt, uh, link in my bio on Instagram. Um, I believe it's tpublic.com slash foggyjack13. Don't quote me on that, though. So, I love clowns in a haunted house. I am a clown myself in a haunted house, and I love being a clown in a haunted house. And if I ever get the chance to own a haunted house, it's going to be clown-themed. And if I get the opportunity to do three haunted houses in that location, it will be swamp, clown, and now dark ride, because that was amazing. So, Dead City Haunted House, you knocked it out of the park when it came to the clowns. I loved them. I loved it. Um, I really wish COVID wasn't a thing, like um, I think 100% of the population, uh, because I really wanted the glasses so I could see in 3D your clown haunt. Um, it was amazing. I really, I did really enjoy Dead City. It was my, my virgin run of Dead City Haunted House, and I'm very pleased. I bought a t-shirt at both locations because both of you did awesome. Uh, so, don't take my negative critiques to Dead City Haunted House to heart. Please don't, you know, please don't at me. Um, I really enjoyed it. I really did. It was an amazing haunted house and I thoroughly enjoyed Dead City Haunted House. Um, Nightmare on 13th. I don't think I have a negative thing for you because you guys are just that close to my heart. Um, Nightmare on the 13th, you guys always knock it out of the park. You guys are always amazing. Um, and it's not because I'm biased. Okay, it's because I'm biased because I worked there last year and I've been there so many times. Um, and I just can't get over the dark ride. The dark ride of terror is what they called it. was just so good, so detailed, so amazing. Um, you should make it bigger. If anybody, Jimmy or Aaron or anybody at Nightmare on 13th is listening to this podcast right now, you need to make the Dark Ride of Terror bigger. 
do more because it was awesome. I don't know where you'd put it because it's kind of put in a, in a weird spot in the haunt, but do more with it because it's so good. So good. Um, yeah, I, I was so... I was so happy walking out of Nightmare on 13th that I was just jittery or giddy as all hell to get to Dead City Haunted House. Um, Dead City, you did something good um, that I always like to see in a haunted house, and that's put a chainsaw in the middle of the haunt. Always, always good. Uh, Shadows of Fear does the same thing. Um, they put a chainsaw in the middle of the haunt because it's just so smart. People don't expect seeing a chainsaw in the middle of a haunt. And then people just expect the chainsaw to be the end. And so putting a chainsaw in the middle, people are like, oh, that's the end of the haunt. Well, that was short. And then, boom, you put, um, you throw people into the next thing. Um... Yeah, Dead City. I th I think I think COVID kind of hurts you when it came to actors, and it's it's understandable. I understand it. I'll come back next year if I'm in Utah still, because um, I might not be in Utah next year. Um, just saying. So uh, the darkness here I come to act next year. Just saying. Um, but uh, there's a hint for you. But yeah, Dead City, you did good. You did really really good. I was really impressed. Um, I really liked. You know, this is a pet peeve I have over all the haunts. I'm not just saying Dead City. I'm not just saying um, Nightmare. I'm not saying Darkness. I'm just... One of the pet peeves I have with a haunted house is... You people spend so much money on an animatronic to say the rules of the haunt, to give the backstory of the haunt, and it's always impossible to understand what they're saying. Like, Dead City, you had, um, you had a few characters that would interact with each other, um, in your, in your queue that would tell kind of the backstory of your haunt or, um, kind of the rules, and I just couldn't understand them. Um, I don't know if that is a technical speaker thing, I don't know if that's just a environment thing, um, but it's, it, I, I only say Dead City because it's just, it's where I noticed it. Um, but yeah, it was so good so good. I was really, I loved your first scene at Dead City. I loved the old kind of cabiny, woodsy kind of thing. And you guys had lots of light in that, in that area. And it worked perfectly. I've never, I have seen, I haven't seen so much light in a haunted house. And that first scene going into the cabin was lit perfectly. You know, it was like walking into my living room, flipping on the lights. Like, that's how bright it was, but it was done so good. So good. I loved it. That would probably be my favorite part of your haunt, would be the first scene going into the cabin. Um, I really missed the witches. I didn't see the witches. I don't know if I just missed them or um, what happened, but I didn't see the witches, and I was kind of excited to see the witches. Um... But there was one scene in Dead City. I might be giving too much away. I'm sorry, Dead City, if I am. But uh, it was just so good. Um, there was one scene. It's kind of in the middle-ish of the haunt. Middle, yeah, middle-ish of the haunt. You're walking through like a... I don't even know how to explain it. There's like glass, stained glass windows on one side of the one side of you. And on the other side, there's like a couch. And you look. it kind of looks like you're in like a funeral parlor. Kind of churchy kind of thing. 
and there was an actor that bursted out of that wall and it got me so good. Like, I was at the back of the group um, because when I go to these things, I go to them by myself. I know I'm a loser, but uh, I go to them by myself and then either the group in front of me or the group behind me, I ask if I can join their group and just tag along in the back because I'm happy doing that. I'm happy spending my money doing that because then I can look and see the scenes and the sets. Um, I can make my comments to the actors um, that way. It's just awesome. I, I like I like doing it that way. Um, I also find that going with strangers, I'm less scared to go into the haunt if I'm with strangers than if I'm with people I know. I don't know. That's weird. Um, so yeah, Dead City. You knocked it out of the park. That first scene, the cabin scene, was amazing. And your clown. Your clowns and your first scene there was just stunning. Stunning, stunning, stunning. And Nightmare on 13th. Um, I just can't... I really can't get over your dark ride. It's just... It was so good. So good. Um, I don't know if it was just because it was new. No, it's not. It's not because it was new. It was because it really knocked my socks off. You really knocked my socks off with that dark ride. It was so freaking good. I loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, so yeah, I don't really know what else to say. I mean, I was just blown away by so many things tonight at both haunts. Um, I almost went to Fear Factory but they were closed tonight. It's weird. They had they have kind of weird, weird kind of schedule going on. Um, so I still need to get to Fear Factory, and I still need to get to Strangling Brothers Haunted Circus, and because that's all clowns. That's 100% clowns is um, Strangling Brothers Haunted Circus, and uh, the Haunted Forest. I also want to get to. Except the Haunted Forest is all outside, so I might have to try that one next year when it's warmer to go out because I'm a wimp when it comes to cold so but yeah I really I was really impressed tonight really really good Dead City and Nightmare on 13th super super good and I was like one of the first per people one of the first groups to go through Nightmare on 13th and you guys still kicked it kicked butt like usually sometimes it takes people to kind of get in their groove of you know scare actors kind of sometimes get in the groove but um but that's why, um, that's why scare actors, you know, if, if you're a, if you're a scare actor and you're listening to this, one of my tips or pieces of advice for being a scare actor is as soon as you put on that makeup or as soon as you put on that mask, your character, like that's your boom character. Um, and that's, that's how, that's how I do it. That's how I stay, I stay in character all night long. I don't, I don't switch. I don't move unless it's like something very important that I have to be Thai. I can't be Foggy Jack. Um, then I'm, then I'm myself. But as soon as I put on that makeup, I'm automatically Foggy Jack. And I, you know, welcome to my magic show. And, um, do you want to see a magic trick? Magic show, you know, instantly I am Foggy Jack. As soon as I put that orange streak down my eye, I am Foggy Jack from 6.30, 6 o'clock, 6.30, 
all the way until 11, 12 o'clock at night when the clock closes and I can go home. Instantly, I am, I am Foggy Jack. Um, yeah, besides the scare actors of, you know, besides your scare actors, that there works a lot, I feel like they should have had more power put behind them. They just got a pizzazz, just boom. You know, and I can understand, I understand completely, 100% the strain on your vocal cords when you're a scare actor. And so you have to save it. But you know what? Cough drops. Cough drops are a life saver. Not a life saver candy. It is a life saver. Um, so I always, always have a pocket full of, of cough drops when I'm act, when I'm scare acting. Because I'm always just sucking on a, on a cough drop because... It really is. If you don't, you're dead within an hour, and you're you won't have a voice for the next two days. And during these times, if you don't have a voice, you're gonna miss work for two to four weeks. So, <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, I really, I really was impressed. Super excited. I got two new shirts tonight, so that's awesome. Um, I really, I also really liked the line for Dead City. Um, once you got into line, you had to kind of weave through a bunch of barrels and pallets and like army vehicles and just all sorts of other cool things that you had to kind of weave through and stuff. And then you got to the door and then once you got to the door, you were kind of pushed down this long hallway where there were TV screens that would tell you the rules and Man, I can't remember your main witch's name. She was kind of given instructions, and it was super cool, super, super cool. And I, I honestly didn't expect going into the haunt right then. I thought that there was there was more queue. But as soon as I, as soon as we got to the end of that hallway, I realized, oh, I'm going in the haunt. I better ask a group behind me if I can uh, join them. So I asked. <laughs> there was like three girls behind me. I asked if I could join their group. They said, of course. So I just trailed behind them the whole the whole time, and um, yeah, I uh, what was I saying? So yeah, and then boom, I was in the haunt. It was crazy. It, well, I was in the haunt. It's kind of like a, a theater kind of. Here's the backstory. The backstory theater, I'll call it. Um, it was your your monsters kind of just telling the backstory and stories of your haunt and what all in all goes on there and it was awesome um and then you went straight in and the first scene blew my mind I loved it and you know then we got to there was a lot of stairs in your haunt too I didn't realize now that I think about it there were quite a few I think there was like two or three sets of stairs we had to go up Oh, I do remember my one other thing, my one other small gripe of Dead City Haunted House was you guys aren't ADA approved. I don't, there's no way a wheelchair can go through your haunt. Um, I mean, you know, it's not that it's required and it's not that, you know, I'm trying to rat on you or anything. 
Um, I did run into a dresser, though, just to let you guys know. I ran into a dresser. Chest first ran into a dresser. <laughs> so you might want to put a light. You might want to put little, a little, like, LED spotlight kind of there. Dim it. Like, kind of like, hey, there's a dresser here. Don't run into it. Um, and then your ceiling kind of hung low, and my hair kept getting caught in it. You know, for a dude with a ponytail, um, I don't get caught on much because I'm, like, 5 nothing. But uh, I got caught on your stuff. Um, so that's a, that was kind of a first. But don't get me wrong. I loved your haunt. It was really, really good. Really, really, really good. Worth the money. Worth the time. You guys were... It was a super long haunt, too. I was so surprised of how long it took to walk through that haunt. It was awesome. Really. Uh, Dead City, you knocked it out of the park. And Nightmare on 13th, I'm biased against you. So I'm going to say that you completely knocked it out of the park. I love you guys. I miss I miss working a haunt. Uh, I miss working that you got for you guys. I really did enjoy doing Nightmare. Um, but yeah, you also changed Nightmare. You changed your pumpkin guy. Um, you go through the haunt and there's like a big tree with jack o' lanterns, which is so cool. I love that just image of just tree and jack o' lanterns and just like oh, haunter's wet dream. Um, Foggy Jack Wet Dream. Sorry, that's inappropriate. But we don't care. Uh, and you guys switched him for a, like a gremlin kind of dude. Um, it was cool. I liked it. Um, yeah, really guys, I don't have much to complain about when it comes to these haunted houses. Other than you guys are too good. <laughs> so, I mean, really, you guys did great. I loved it. It was awesome. Awesome, awesome haunt. I'm kind of just rambling until I can stop, so... Um, yeah, make sure you guys check out the rest of the podcasts. Um, I believe, so, um, episode 100 is Rocky Horror Picture Show, my favorite movie of all time. Wow, listen to that episode, please, because it's my 100th episode, you know? I'm trying to, trying to get people to listen to that one. Also, I think it's episode 86. Don't quote me on that. Um, it's Highgate Vampires. My favorite episode, I think, that I've ever done is that episode. So check that one out. Highgate Vampires and episode 100, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, make sure to go, if you are if you don't follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, all those things, go follow me. YouTube, go follow me there. Um, join the Patreon account. I kind of slacked this week. I'm sorry, guys. I'll get you some new episodes come next week. Um, since you guys give me your hard-earned money. Um, but yeah, I was, I was thoroughly impressed tonight. It was so, so good. I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Good job, guys. And, uh, remember, stay scary. Thank you, guys. Um, and I will meet you next time down the, at the pumpkin patch where the haunters meet the haunted and where we're perfecting, ruining the art of clowning. Thank you. Goodbye. And, uh, of course... Blessed be. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Foggy Jack Live Podcast. Please make sure to follow us on all of our social media sites at FoggyJack13. It's the same on all of them, but especially Instagram. That's where we are most active. Please leave a five-star iTunes review if you like the show. It'll help the show out tremendously. Also, please join the Foggy Jack Live Club. 
for $1 or $5. The first giveaway is going to be a t-shirt, just to let everybody know. And I am excited to meet everybody again down at the Pumpkin Patch, where the Haunters meet the Haunted. Goodbye, and blessed be.